Aloha, hi, hello, and welcome to, I think it's uh, episode 15 of Cutting It Close with Cliff Bailey. I am your host, Cliff Bailey. It's been nuts. Uh, last time we spoke with Alika Macau and Jonah O'Connor, uh, two dudes who are working on Malkata Mackay. They've wrapped production and uh, they've got a trailer out. You should go check it out. But I've also been busy with movie making stuff. Uh, in let's see, I think by the I think because it was around Christmas time, so I think I had already shot the seven minute Crossroads Station thing. But this past spring, I shot a 27 minute uh, TV series pilot called Return to Life. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, working on producing six more episodes within the next year. It's nuts. It's crazy. And we just had a really amazing cast and crew. And that's who we're going to be talking to over the next few episodes, our members of the cast and crew. Today, uh, Monday, May 7th, this is a conversation I had with Jason Quinn, our male lead. He plays the role of Calum, a fellow who is bent on saving the world. Uh, Return to Life is a post-apocalyptic sci-fi fantasy uh, TV series, and we'll get into that right now because I'm tired, and uh, just just get to the episode. Uh, talking to Jason was fantastic. He uh, was born he's born in Maryland, but he grew up here. Uh, he grew up down in Eva Beach, and uh, we get into that. Uh, he talks about you know growing up in Hawaii, growing up local, and. Um, how he got into acting, did mostly stage stuff, and how he and uh, Danielle, our female lead, um, have known each other for a long time. And uh, yeah, it was just really great to sit down and chat. It was one of the longer episodes, so uh, brace yourselves. Uh, but it was uh, one of the one of my favorite conversations. Jason's a really great dude, and uh, look forward to working with him uh, more in the future. Let's see. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. If you want to support a project, because we need support, we're finishing up the rough cut, um, and you know you want to help us produce more episodes, then you can go to our Indiegogo page. We've raised, oh shucks, about four or five thousand dollars at this point, and uh, we need a few thousand more. Oh boy, because we got plans, buddy. That's right. Mm, excuse me. If you donate, then you'll get a private password protected link. <laughs> To view the rough cut and since we don't have the final cut yet you can still get in on the final credits and be listed as a uh, contributor slash associate producer type thing not according to PGA guidelines unfortunately nevertheless you see your name up on the screen lots of fun yeehaw uh, for that you can go to igg.me slash at slash return to life tv and uh, that'll take you to where you need to go to donate a little bit of money because a little bit can go a long, long way. Anyway, I believe I've rambled on long enough. Let's get to the conversation with Jason Quinn. Good to go. So what were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about trying to get out. Um, uh, cool stuff. Cool stuff. We are talking about... Uh, Acting, um, yeah, mastering, mastering. Oh yeah, craft. the surfing thing. Yes, yeah. Get go more, more into that. Yes, yeah. That's the metaphor I'm working with these days. Oh. I'm thinking like, okay, so if you take like, um, if you take 
stage acting. Mm-hmm. Stage acting would be uh, suited to like surfing, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so surfing, you have to learn how to paddle out. You mm-hmm. got to learn how to read the waves, and every wave is going to be different, just like every audience is going to be different, mm-hmm. right? So you're not going to lock anything in because you got to change it, right? Like yeah. this audience isn't really feeling me this time. I'm not going to hold this moment as long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta build a cu- accumulation of trust with the audience before I can hold this moment and make them cry or make mm-hmm. them laugh or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and then the next audience that comes in the next night, especially like a matinee, it's mm-hmm. going to be completely different. Right? Of course, yeah. So that's so acting for the stage would be would be a good metaphor uh, a good metaphor for that would be surfing Mm. Um, acting for the camera a good metaphor would not be surfing it would be like skateboarding okay right because the wave stays the same right you're working on a piece you're trying to ollie down this stairway or hit this handrail or whatever and you've got an unlimited amount of time to do it mm-hmm. sort of like you take one take two take three right right you know but eventually you know your legs are gonna get sore or you're, you're gonna <laughs> yeah. get hungry you're gonna get tired yeah so but you have to nail it. it it doesn't it doesn't change and and so that would be that would that's kind of the metaphor i'm working with and mm-hmm. in stage i feel like i'm familiar with the process i've done enough paddling i've done enough reading reading the waves i know I know how long a rehearsal period is. I know what my strengths are and what my weaknesses are. Mm. I know how to how to work on my weaknesses or cover them in mm. a certain moment. Mm-hmm. How to expound on like you know how to connect with the audience and mm-hmm. all of that stuff comes as 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 as, as second nature as I think I'm going to get it at mm. this point at this stage okay. in my career mm. in my evolution as an artist or whatever. Sure, film. Just in these last two years, I'm doing uh, quite a few, and I'm starting to see my ass. Like I'm starting, I'm starting to see, like, oh, that didn't work. Or, hmm. Oh, in this moment, I need to do this, you mm-hmm. know. And it, and I'm, I feel like in certain scenes and in certain moments uh, in film, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I, I'm not tanking the productions. Uh-huh. Um, when I watch the film, I'm proud of the work that's being done, mm-hmm. but I'm just in step I'm not ahead you know what I mean like okay. I'm not like I'm not doing the, the best I can do and huh. I can see room, way like amazing room for growth like holy shit I got some work to do you yeah know? I, I feel that way I'm, I'm almost embarrassed like what do you feel is that that line that you need to cross in order to get there I think I need to be more familiar with with the with the process hmm. you know I I, I, I because I've done a lot of like TV work mm-hmm. where you come in as a guest star or mm-hmm. you're a, a recurring or whatever and mm-hmm. it's it's a it's an individual scene mm-hmm. right okay. and you know I've done a lot of that you mm-hmm. know where it's like okay I'm gonna do this in this scene and then in a lot of the indies and stuff we're gonna do a moment in time mm-hmm. in this character's life mm-hmm. right so that's very similar I can I can use a lot of the strengths that I have in theater and they cross over into film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to do this scene. Okay. You know, and I tend to book a lot of like dialogue heavy stuff. So mm. it's like, oh yeah, you know, theater is a lot of dialogue. Yeah. So I can get to whatever moments I need to use using my same tools that I, that I got from, from the stage mm-hmm. where I'm finding what I'm showing my ass a lot is where, you know, okay, we're going to just lock this off in a close up. You know what I mean? Okay. And this is the scene that we have. There's mm-hmm. no talking, there's no nothing. And you mm-hmm. need to be like this. Okay. You know, and so you got to use a lot of tools that I learned, like in in the conservatory, that was like twenty years ago that mm-hmm. I haven't used. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? I haven't yeah. used those tools. So I'm like trying to brush them off. Sure, sure. Like, How do I? Okay, so method acting. I got to go. Okay, <laughs> I need my golden key. You know what I mean? I huh. got to think of this moment and, mm-hmm. and work this up into this thingy. And then, and then you know, we, we get into that moment. And, uh, okay, I got there. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm, in the, I'm in the emotional state I need to be in. You know, oh, hold. We got to change a battery. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, just like, oh, okay, 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 uh-huh. all right, all right, all right. I'll go walk around, yeah. work myself up again. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, that's good. But we want it to be, we're, we've got this on a dolly and we're going to push in. Mm-hmm. And so you're not crying when we're in the beginning but once we get to about this point i need to see you working your you know you get into it and it's like oh, okay huh. oh we're losing light sun is uh, going yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah okay we got to do this jason we mm-hmm. got you know and it's like it's like okay <laughs> it's i like, can see at that point you're just starting to cry because ah <laughs> taking forever <laughs> so and it's not it's 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 a thing i need to be able to do uh, well, hmm. you know, at, at this point, mm-hmm. so it's like it's like, and then, hmm. you know, that's why we're talking about if we're sh- if uh, Return to Life mm-hmm. does a whole uh, season, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we shoot a whole season in two months, mm-hmm. that excites me not because oh we're gonna shoot a whole season mm-hmm. and Return to Life we get you know it's gonna be the smash hit or mm-hmm. whatever artistically I look at something like that and I go, well there's a way for me to create a character mm-hmm. right and then run that whatever work I did on that character run it through a series of problems and a mm-hmm. series there's going to be a lot of scenes where I have to do this and have to do that yeah. that that are I feel are the places that I need work as an artist Okay. and then I'm like oh shit that's exciting cool you know because this whole thing I'm I gave not gave up I don't know if I, <laughs> I think I think rich and famous and uh, and all of that is mm-hmm. something that if do you feel like like as a, everybody wants to be rich yeah but like I'm sorry go ahead go ahead well like the way I look at it um, I want to be able to have nice things for me and my family right not like the latest Lexus that cooks you breakfast or anything but just <laughs> a car that works <laughs> that has decent audio right. you know that kind of thing it's not going to break down every couple months and then our own place our own house which on Hawaii you kind of have to be a millionaire for that yeah. um, are we allowed to cuss yeah okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh, but yeah, just be able to you know provide for my family yeah. um, and not have to worry about anything financially. Right. You know that's that's what I want. And that's the dream. Exactly. And in, in terms of fame, I I confess I do enjoy being the center of attention, but on right. my own terms. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, so it, it's it's weird when you know get unexpected recognition or if someone calls you out on something, then it's right. like ah shit. Right. Uh, but uh, otherwise, you know, I like you know I, I enjoy hosting things, right. and that's kind of how I approach um, you know the film set is like this is kind of a party. Everyone's right. coming to play and work, and you know it. I, I want people to want to be there, right. not just to try to get you know their own piece of the pie or anything, but right. because it's an enjoyable atmosphere right we're all working towards a similar or common vision right you know so that's we'll see right there like that like a, a common vision mm. right a common like artistically like as far as being rich and famous like mm-hmm. you don't have like when you look at all of the stories of someone who has made it why are the people who make it and the people who don't I mean, like insane, rich and famous mm. right like mm-hmm. like rich mm-hmm. like famous like bang it hits. Mm-hmm. There's so much circumstantial luck and so much, you know, Mm. this, you know, the world was this way. Yeah. And then, and then that person's 
that person's voice was the perfect voice at that moment. But right. that person, that artist, mm-hmm. like if you look at someone like James Brown or, mm-hmm. or Tupac Shakur, mm-hmm. or you know, there were so many things that they weren't focused on mm-hmm. that had a big part of their success to mm-hmm. get to that level of yeah. that stratosphere, right? Mm-hmm. So as an artist, you can't focus on like rich and famous, right? right? You can only focus on like your craft and, mm-hmm. you know, I got to do this. And it, I've met so many talented people over the course of my life mm-hmm. that never, nobody's ever going to hear. I've heard <laughs> this girl, uh, her name was Kelly sing on a living room floor in a basically a crack house mm-hmm. <laughs> with a guitar mm-hmm. sang me four songs mm-hmm. because she was hungry and we were waiting for this person to come back and she didn't so she's like oh I'm gonna sing and then she sang mm-hmm. and that performance was one of the best performances I've ever heard in my entire life mm-hmm. and I don't know where she is or what happened to her or whatever mm-hmm. I've seen artists come and go that were like mm-hmm. the greatest yeah. artists I've ever seen uh-huh you know what I mean? So what's, you know, so like at, at this point for me, it's like, okay, well, all that stuff may or may not happen. I don't have any control over, right. over the outside dynamics of it. But what I do have control over is how I ride this wave or exactly. how I, you know, approach mm. this. And so I'm looking for things that challenge, mm. challenge that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Challenge my weak spots and, right. and will be fruitful in the parts that I'm strong in. And, mm-hmm. and so when I look at like a series, I'm like, oh shit, like I'm going to shoot this uh, movie with uh, Jason Lau. Have you met him yet? Mm-mm. Jason Lau, he'd be a good person okay. to talk to like uh, if you do a podcast or whatever. Like, cool. In my opinion, I've done two films with him. I did Article 32 and The Protector. Hmm. And uh, he does a lot for like the local film stuff here. Oh, cool. and, uh, and his production company is Talk Story Productions. Oh. And uh, we're going to... You've heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah. 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 Oh, great work. Great guy. Super, super like the right mix of like confidence mm-hmm. and cockiness. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, he'll call himself out on his own shit. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't get, we were talking about being an artist in this community where it's, you know, your, your currency is your word mm-hmm. and in your integrity. Right. That's your currency. Absolutely. Because nobody's going to, in this community here in Hawaii, nobody's gonna do anything once you've been discovered to be a, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like word will get out, and then, right. you know, so like if you're using people or mm-hmm. whatever like that. And yeah. Jason Lau is just Jason Lau. So far with me, okay, has been. And we're gonna shoot this thing, and I, I gravitated towards it because it's like all the spots I need to work on, like as an mm-hmm. artist. Like I'm looking at at the way that he's gonna shoot it, and we're talking about it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like. I'm scared. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's what I need to. That's what I need to work on. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, mm. you give me a scene. Give me a scene where I'm ta- doing some huge monologue. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's got to work somewhere or whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. No problem. Give me like ten pages of dialogue. No problem. Mm-hmm. You know, look, looking at these little spots in in the film that I'm going to do with him, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh my God. <laughs> I was reading it with my wife. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. But shooting a series like Return to Life, mm. there's going to be ample opportunity. I'm mm. watching, uh, you see, what's her name? Peggy something, uh, Handmaiden's Tale. Oh, I've not seen that yet. I've heard all sorts of stuff about it, but. That girl is doing some amazing, like, 
method like doing like the camera there's whole episodes that a camera's just on her and you watch mm. her go from like one emotion to another emotion to another emotion mm. and i'm just like oh this girl is doing some like that's what danielle Dan, danny z mm-hmm. daniel zlopany that's one of her super strengths mm. we were just shooting um mitchell's piece mm-hmm. and uh danielle's looking into a, a window mm. And she's seeing something happen outside the window. So the camera's shooting her through the window. Amazing shot. Mm. And she's looking through the window. There's nice lens flare. It was was amazing. And Mm -hmm. me and another actress, Tiana, were watching the monitor. And Danielle hit every note. Mm. Every, you know, Mm -hmm. looking out the window, not sure what you see. Oh, recognizing what you see. Uh And then seeing the two characters that she wanted to see talk. Mm -hmm. They're talking. So she's relieved. But then Mm -hmm. she's also stressed because is it going good or is it going bad? Super layered. Huh. Just amazingly layered Ah. stuff. Hmm. And then cut. And she smiles, looks over. And then it was like, that was... (laughs) That was nothing for you. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Danny. Huh. Well, that's that's one of her that's one of her super strengths. That's uh-huh. one of her superpowers. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And she's coming from the stage also. She's coming from the stage. Yeah, yeah. we've done a few shows together. Okay. And she's actually one of the actresses um when she hears this podcast, she's going to be like, "Dude." <laughs> no, she's one of the actresses. I've seen her I've seen her come up from like green, mm. like super green. Mhm. Where she is now, mm-hmm. you know, super green, like where you're just like, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then I'm looking and I'm like, I see the potential though. Mm-hmm. If she does all this work mm-hmm. and she did all the work, she yeah. grinded it out in community theater, like mm-hmm. grinding it, mm-hmm. you know, being good and being bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then and then learning from it and moving to the next step. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So what all are you able to bring from the stage? Because my understanding is they're fundamentally different. Stage, you're more big and open and you need to speak to the back of the room. Whereas on screen, you have to speak more to the microphone. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that is a that is a I'm about to talk a lot of shit right now. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I didn't. A lot of people say it like uh, theater acting is is big. Uh huh. Um, and then if you go to if you go to uh, film actors, mm-hmm. screen actors who don't do any theater, mm. uh, a thing they like to say is um, like, oh, well, you know, I don't do any theater because I like I like film acting because it's more real, <laughs> okay. right? Uh-huh. And I just want to stab them in the throat with it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that's not yeah. how it is. Mm-hmm. That's not how it is at all. Mm. Period. Point blank. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of crossover. Mm. It's, it's an amazing amount of crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where if if first of all, if you take a film actor who's never done theater and throw them into the theater, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be way harder for them. Sure. You know, you don't have multiple takes to get your lines right. Right. You're on stage and you get it or you choke. You get it. You choke. You flop. You fake. Mm-hmm. You you know what I mean. You don't. But but. But theater has a process mm-hmm. that will that will take care of that for you. Mm. You know, so if you hit certain marks during the rehearsal process, uh-huh. right, then you'll be okay on stage. Mm-hmm. If you miss those marks, mm-hmm. you're going to die on stage, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to the surfing, uh, the surfing skateboarding metaphor, right? So mm-hmm. if you're going to go on stage, well, then you have to learn how to paddle. 
Okay. Right. Uh-huh. And so, so you're, you got to build those muscles in your shoulder, mm-hmm. right? In your shoulders, you have to, you have to learn which way the waves are breaking. Like mm-hmm. you got to be in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Right. And dying on stage would be like getting caught in the break zone, mm-hmm. right? Where the waves are just like pounding on you and you're stuck there and you can't make it to the channel and you can die okay. like in that spot if the waves are big. I know. Yeah. That, that will kill a film actor if oh. they don't, if they don't understand that process and hit those marks. Okay. Right? Um, when you say marks, do you mean like literal like blocking marks? Kind no, of thing? just uh, straight up, straight up like work. Like uh, mm. you should be off book by this time. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You uh, a standard rule in theater is like if you're if we're gonna we're gonna read the scene mm-hmm. at the first rehearsal and we're gonna block that scene. Mm-hmm. So the director's gonna come in and he's gonna say, uh, "You're gonna I want you to cross over on this mark." You know what I mean? By the time you get to this line, you sit down and turn around. And then uh, you guys are going to be standing over here. I want to make this picture. So there's a tableau here and mm-hmm. then blah, blah, blah. And you block that out and you write that on your script. Mm-hmm. By the next time you do that scene, mm-hmm. you should be off book. You gotcha. shouldn't have a script in your hand. Okay. You know, and the sooner you get off book, the more you're doing, which is where this is where they come together, right? So mm-hmm. film work and uh stage work can come together at that point in that rehearsal process when you're off book and you're learning you're learning your blocking and you're deciding or uh, discussing with the director director may say I want you to sit on this line and you can say I don't think the character would sit on this line I'm feeling like Mm -hmm. uh, he would actually cross right over Mm. you know and the director would say you know well let's try it Hmm. you try it it works or it doesn't work Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and and that's that's where that's sort of the sweet spot. That's where the, they both sort of come together. Sure. That's where it should be on the set. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of the process. I think, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm still learning, but sure. that's where I've been feeling pretty comfortable where if I get to that stage of rehearsal, like theater rehearsal mm-hmm. on the set, then, then I'm good. And it's not over rehearsed. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a big, yeah. Thing. Film, yeah. Film actors. Like I don't want to be over rehearsed. Uh-huh. Um, and that, that's, that is, I don't in theater, there is no such thing as over There's no such thing, but yeah. But in close-ups, I can see where it can be over-rehearsed, or where the, you know something lightning can come in. But if you over-rehearsed it, you're going to stick to what you rehearsed instead of mm. doing something that's improv or mm-hmm. something like that. So mm-hmm. I can see that. But if you're going from theater to film, I think you have a. If you can turn things down, if you can. Stay open to um, stay open to different directors and stay open to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stay open to suggestion, suggestion, or? and and I what I like to do is I'll, I'll just go big and then turn it down. Mm. I'll just go big and turn it way down, mm-hmm. and then. I think learning method for close-ups and stuff like that. I think would probably, you know, if you're if you're a stage actor going, I'm trying to talk to a lot of my stage acting friends and get them into this indie scene mm-hmm. because there's so much talent mm. on the stage. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many stage actors mm-hmm. here in Hawaii that are amazing, mm-hmm. and then there's some really good film actors here in Hawaii, and they don't know each other. Huh. What the. F- <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? Like, uh-huh. I, I went, I went. I'm, I'm meeting uh, Scott Rogers is a big mm. deal here in mm-hmm. Hawaii as far as like film acting is concerned. He yeah. runs some. Uh, he's the he's the SAG guy, right? Mm. And he, he runs a lot of these uh, film 
classes mm-hmm. and, and seminars and stuff like that. And there's a, a great group group of actors and actresses, uh, Olga, oh, yeah. Ashley Wisemanel, and like a couple of these uh, really good uh, film actors. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking like, oh, you guys got to come do theater, mm-hmm. you know, and then talking to the theater guys like, hey, you got to go do these movies and stuff. Yeah. And and, and, and theater guys like, well, I don't <laughs> I don't know. I was like, well, you might suck mm-hmm. once or twice. You know, you got this great like we get these great little like little cushy, mm-hmm. you know, reputations here on the on the stage. Mm-hmm. You might go suck a couple times, but then you'll see yourself and you go, oh, I sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, what do I got to do to make it better? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, I gotta tell you, like, um, in my limited experience with actors, um, I feel most impressed with the folks coming from the stage. Yourself, mm-hmm. Danny, um, and uh, the the first go round, um, Ron Heller. Oh yeah, you know him? yeah, yeah. Um, just professional. I was super impressed. You guys had your lines memorized, <laughs> and the way um, uh, the collaboration worked. Because right. one of my biggest fears coming into it. Uh, just the profession of directing um, was that I have to have complete control over everything and right. I, have to, I don't know how to communicate to the actors what I want and then come to learn that I don't have to tell everything I don't have to have complete control just say this is what the character says this is kind of his background or mm-hmm. background whatever and then uh, the stuff you brought to the role was great um, ideas suggestions you had for scenes especially when I would admit like I don't know why this is supposed to happen, but right, right. It, it, it just felt right in the script. I need to come up with justifications for it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Right, right. And, um, yeah. I'm um, learning. I think, I think you know, you, it, one of the things that's, that's, that I'm just blessed to be in the situation where I'm, I'm playing bigger characters and I'm... I'm getting I'm getting to that sort of nuanced level that I that I need to work on mm-hmm. as far as in in film mm-hmm. and I'm I'm recognizing that if you like the relationship between the director and the actor is uh it's got to be like so filled with like trust right because yes. like when I go on stage the relationship with the director on in, in a in a stage play mm-hmm. is during the rehearsal process is super important and mm-hmm. super like real and like we got to talk mm-hmm. you know but when everything's said and done mm-hmm. and the curtain comes up mm-hmm. that shit is mine yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. like it's mine to win or lose uh-huh. in that moment right you know in film I don't know whether I'm winning or losing mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't know mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't is this what you wanted mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. is this what you thought is, uh-huh. did that work yeah. are you going to be able to cut that together uh-huh. uh, was it was it too much was it too little Does mm-hmm. it too, where is it going you know yeah. I, don't, I don't know uh-huh. so I have to trust you mm-hmm. you know what I mean because mm-hmm. I don't have that audience there to give me the information you don't that get that I need. instant feedback you know yeah. it's like in theater like if I suck on, on, a, <laughs> on, a, on a Wednesday yeah I sucked uh-huh. you know I just pulled it off the mm-hmm. audience applauded yay yeah. and they left mm-hmm. and I went home and, and just just <laughs> just stabbed my guts yeah. out going that sucked uh-huh. but I can fix it right I can fix it tomorrow mm-hmm. I can go and I can I can be more present in that moment and mm-hmm. I can listen to the other actress on that moment and mm-hmm. then on and I can build all these moments together mm-hmm. and I can make that role work yeah. tomorrow mm-hmm. and then, you know what I mean yeah in film <laughs> if I suck that day yeah. and we put it in the can, mm-hmm. a year from now when that movie shows, mm-hmm. there it is on screen. You suck yeah. that day. You know, that, that actually leads into another um, question I had. Uh, like, where do you think the line is between 
um, the director's responsibility in a good performance in a film versus the actor's responsibility. And I think right. you just answered that. Like, the director should be able to say before it goes in the can, like, this is what I want, this is what I don't want, uh, and that kind of thing. Um, well, it's, yeah. and, and, and talking to the director, too, is like, talking to the director is like this... Uh, you know, are we? I remember I was on a I was on a movie shoot, and um, I was a television show, hmm. and uh, I won't say what show because it was it was, it was it was a tough it was a tough day, hmm. but it was a big deal. Hmm. It was a it was it was, a, it was NBC. It was a big it was my and it was a recurring character. One of my first like I'm gonna do a couple of episodes at a time, right? Cool. And I was just super excited. I'm yeah. super ready, and I was there was this moment where I stand up. And I turn around and I'm going to get in a fight. Mm. And I'm going to get in a fight with another guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm from Ever Beach. Mm. Right? So the director tells me I want, I want more. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like, all right. But he's dealing with, I mean, we got like, he's dealing with, it was a big day. There was like 40 extras. And uh, he's got three setups. He's got mm-hmm. three cameras, three setups, mm. whatever. We're in the studio and he's he's trying to run this thing. And I think they were already over. Already passed the deadline. They had already had a meal penalty by the time they got to this shot. Oh wow! So everybody's all, we yeah. gotta get this. Sure, right? <laughs> and uh, he's like, "All right, you get up, you turn around, and you're like, you know, hey, you got a, you got a fucking problem. I can't remember what the line was. Mm. Like, you got a fucking problem." And uh, and I was like, oh, "This is a big director to me. Mm. He's done big movies, right? Oh wow! And uh, and, uh, and it's not his fault. I think it was my fault. Mm. But uh, I I get up and I'm like." I'm like, hey, you got a fucking problem, you know, this and that. And the director tells me, hey, that's too big. Hmm. It's too big. You got to break it down, right? Now. Okay. So I, I turn it down a little bit. And he's like, ah, it's, too, uh, it's too it's too, snarky, hmm. right? I'd never heard that word before. Oh. <laughs> I'd never heard the word snarky before. Okay. Right? And I was uh-huh. like, what the fuck is too snarky? Is yeah. that like the Smurfs? Or, <laughs> right? What about a snark? Is yeah. That a, is that a snark? Yeah. It's a snark. Is, 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 is this, this guy's British accent? Like, uh-huh. what is this? I don't understand snarky I don't mm-hmm. know what snarky is yeah right and uh, instead of because it was a big shoot or whatever instead mm-hmm. of me going I don't know what the word snarky means mm-hmm. and I, I don't like, hey can I talk to you for a minute mm-hmm. right because he looks stressed out or whatever but mm-hmm. as an actor this is my moment mm-hmm. and my moment is your moment because mm-hmm. this is your thing mm-hmm. I gotta talk to you I don't understand mm-hmm. right but I didn't do that I was scared mm-hmm. right and then when I saw it play on TV I went oh it's that Ever Beach thing. Like, you know, like when you're local, when you get into a fight, uh-huh. my, you know, Ever Beach did this big pink cock thing where your chest is out, your arms are wide. Mm-hmm. You're like, why, bro? Mm-hmm. Why'd you fuck her? Come, come, <laughs> go, go. You kick off your slippers. Why, bro? Uh-huh. Right? So I'm, I stand up from the table and I've got through my arms out. Uh-huh. You know, he tried to tell me it was too big. Yeah. He tried to tell me it's too snarky when I did put my arms down because it was just too much. Mm. He wanted, and I knew what he wanted when I saw it. Mm. When I saw it, I went, there was my mistake. And that's what the director was trying to tell me Ah, right uh so at this point it's the responsibility of both the director and the actor to take that fucking moment Mm -hmm. no matter how you know if it's if it's a day player if it's a smaller part it doesn't really fucking matter you cut around Mm. the guest star or the day player (laughs) and you go to the star yeah you know when you see it all the time if you watch these shows Mm. if the day player sucked yeah they cut 
he, the day player is talking, uh-huh. and they cut to the, re- the the reaction of the star. Gotcha. Right? Huh. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. You just need this information out. Mm-hmm. He went that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know like, doesn't matter. But when it's when it's your part and it's a, and you're a character, uh-huh. you gotta get that moment. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So if we go over, we go into a meal penalty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who cares if you didn't get into a meal penalty? Mm-hmm. But you didn't get the performance that right. you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, so I learned that on that one where it's like, I got to talk. And that's why, you know, that's what, what I thought was great when we were shooting. It mm-hmm. was like, it was like, hey, I don't understand this moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think about that? And you were always really honest. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know this one. Yeah. Let's come up with it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, let's, 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 yeah, let's, mm-hmm. let's come up with something for mm-hmm. why that would happen or yeah. why he would do that or yeah. whatever. Cause like, if, what you know it's, I gotta take what you said and turn it into like mm-hmm. eyebrow stuff and yeah. facial expressions <laughs> sure. and, and intonation and yeah. all that kind of stuff uh-huh yeah, I enjoy that too. You know, um, collaborating, playing. Yeah. You know, and and because uh, it's all one big game of make believe. You know, it is. Um, but what what uh, really grinds my gears is when ego gets into it, oh. and uh, you know, it could be like condescending or um, you know, reproachful. You know, I haven't had that experience in in this realm yet, but right. in in previous uh, work experience, <laughs> uh, just like. I don't get this. You're dumb. Is basically what they're saying. I'm like, fuck you. Let me give right. a, have a chance to talk. Let's right. talk this out. Right. You know right. that kind of thing. Because it's it's not uh, it's it's not you know at the end of the day, it's like getting in your head. Self preservation is a, is a weird thing. Right? Mm. Like self preservation and ego is such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. You know. We, we talk my wife and I talk about it all the time mm-hmm. and uh, it's figuring out when you're speaking from your ego mm-hmm. is 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 like this person should be everybody's like personal mission mm. I mean if you want happiness and if, mm. if you want if you want to redefine what your success in life is mm-hmm. figuring out which voice is the ego mm-hmm. and which voice is actually your 10 year old <laughs> this world is filled with wonder self mm-hmm. is like so key yeah and I, and I think I have no idea at this point what I'm saying because I haven't mastered it sure but anytime you're scared mm-hmm. of something mm-hmm. uh, that's ego yeah Anything that comes out of your mouth when you're scared, the ego is kind of your defense. Exactly. It's, it's, it's the bully that comes out on um, uh, on the for the sake of self preservation, right. like, like you're saying. Right. Yeah. You know, I I I um I was doing when I was doing Marvel Inhumans, mm. right? Mm-hmm. It was a big it was a big deal for me because when I got cast, mm-hmm. I'm playing pulses, mm. right? I'm shooting electricity out of my hands. Nice. You know, I'm looking at the script. I'm like, I'm gonna take down Medusa. <laughs> I'm a fucking star. Like, Dude, I gotta go watch is, it. <laughs> this is how, well. See, here comes the big star. Uh, <laughs> so okay. like, it's like I was talking to my wife. We're gonna buy a house on the North Shore. <laughs> Finally made it. Here mm-hmm. we go. It's Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's on. Mm-hmm. It's on. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I get the first script for the first episode I'm in, mm-hmm. and it says uh, it says uh, you know 
Medusa comes out. She's in this big deal or whatever, and I'm one of the ma- I'm one of the bad guys' uh, main henchmen. I mm-hmm. shoot electricity, and and he uses me to take down Medusa. So mm-hmm. I sneak up behind her, yeah. jab her down, give the boss a look like word, you uh-huh. know. And I was like, oh, this is so fucking badass. I mm-hmm. can't wait, right? Yeah. And we shoot that, right? And uh, we shoot that. It was fun, and everything was cool and stuff. And I, my son comes down and to the uh, to the costume fitting and sees me. He's telling all his friends, mm-hmm. you know, oh man, my dad's playing pulses and Marvel and and my agents all excited everybody's excited mm-hmm. and uh and and you know acting community here is just all like cheers mm-hmm. like how oh, you know wow all this grind work you done yeah it's paid off see uh-huh. we can all make it mm-hmm. and, and all that kind of stuff it was great mm-hmm. it was a wonderful two or three months right mm-hmm. then i get uh to one of my big scenes mm-hmm. right oh moses good's got in this motherfucker too oh. and uh and a couple of other um really big uh, albert and and uh it, it was just great for everybody here sure right? mm-hmm. and i get to my scene where i'm gonna uh where I'm gonna talk, mm-hmm. right? I get I get my scene, yeah. right? I get yeah. my scene, one of my scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And we go to the jungle and we shoot, and uh, and I'm looking at the script. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm in my trailer and I get rewrites, and uh, the script is a little shorter, uh, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh fuck, mm-hmm. right? And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, and uh, I've been in this game long enough to know that if you don't have crucial information for mm. the movement of the story there's a really good chance when they get to the editing room yeah that you that's going to get cut mm-hmm. so they when I got the rewrites mm-hmm. I noticed that I'm no longer saying like crucial information mm-hmm. I'm still talking yeah right but yeah. it's not crucial information uh-huh. so now fear starts to seep into my uh-huh. into my gut right okay. and then uh and then we go and we shoot it and I'm there and I'm saying well what do I know I'm trying to talk to the fear in me, right? Uh, I'm like, yeah. well, what do I know, even though this doesn't look right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, we'll fix this in post, and we'll have a green screen here, and we'll do this, and we'll do that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this doesn't look right, mm. you know? And uh, and I, I'm like, there's, there's no way that this is going to be what, about, but what do I know? Yeah. These guys, this is a million-dollar date right now. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what do I know? Yeah. Fuck it. Shut up, ego. Mm-hmm. Shut up, fear. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a great opportunity for you. Right? Absolutely. Two weeks go by, and we have to reshoot that jungle scene. Oh, right? Okay. And I'm like, see? Uh-huh. Right? I yeah. knew that wasn't going to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we go back into the jungle. Uh-huh. We're going to shoot the scene. Uh, guess what I see in my trailer? New script. Uh-huh. Where's, where's my lines? Oh, no. Right? I'm like, oh, Okay. I go out onto the to the shoot thing and I go to the director and I say, hey, you know, uh, so do I still say say these lines or whatever? And he goes, oh, no, that was cut. Mm. Right. And the director was really cool because he saw it in my face. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. And uh, and he's like, he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he starts shooting shit with me or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like, and I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Right. And then inside, I'm just like, oh, what the, you know, yeah, and I start going down this list of like fucking like. See, that's what you know, blah, blah, blah. I should, you know, say this or mm. whatever. And then I'm like, hold up, mm. back up. If you book this the way that it is now, mm-hmm. would you take it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And the answer is yes. Mm. Would I have booked this, you know? Regardless. Regardless, if I booked it like this, the way this scene is now, mm-hmm. would I still take it? Of yeah. course I would. Mm. The money was insane, mm. right? I bet. 
yeah. then the experience of working out there at that level of production is insane. Yeah. Right? I'm still pulses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 and shut the fuck up, ego. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is, this is, you have no control over this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. all you have control over is your response to it. Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to be a little bitch about it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. cause a stink and mm-hmm. be with a crabby attitude. Or are you going to enjoy yeah. your shit and try to suck it all in? Yeah. You know? And, and mm-hmm. like, like, so that was like a real clear where you hear the ego and mm-hmm. then you hear the the other voice saying, mm-hmm. look, you're strapped to a thing flying <laughs> around the jungle and you're shooting and there's bullets going off all over the place and your mm-hmm. friends are here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, move on to the next thing. Get perspective. Get, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where it's like, but people get their ego in. Yeah. And then they start trying to hang on to things or they're afraid yeah. of this or that. Mm-hmm. Kind of what we were talking about off the record earlier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that, 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 um, yeah, that's, that's been a constant, um, challenge in my life and, and how to interact with folks. Um, like where another line, like where's the line between standing up for yourself and advocating for yourself versus uh, maybe being a little bitch about something. Right. Um, or even being within your rights to take a certain course of action. But it would be, there, there's still a more diplomatic solution, you know, right. without without burning your end of the bridge. Right. Um, well, like, yeah. see, like, in that scene, in that scene, when I looked at the script, I knew that that the scene had been reduced to a place where... Uh, it didn't move the story along. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so that should be cut. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that sh- that's a good choice. Where you where you have the perspective of the, the, the betterment of the story versus mm-hmm. the betterment of your career. Right. And that's where we're talking about like artistry and mm-hmm. everything like that. Yeah. What, what are you there for as an actor? You're there right. to serve the story. Mm-hmm. Not to serve your career yeah. and get yourself, you know, more likes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Be able to say, look, I'm on the movie set. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look yeah. at my my life I'm an actor because uh-huh. that's your fantasy or that's what you what you define yourself as mm-hmm. and so you know if you're getting cut yeah. then it's fucking with your definition of who you think you are yeah. mm-hmm. as opposed to you're there to serve the story right you know yeah the director's vision mm-hmm. you know if you have a different vision that goes supersedes the director's vision then you need to go shoot your shit right yeah <laughs> you need to direct your piece absolutely right? yeah. you know because at a certain point you could talk about what the character is or whatever but mm-hmm. the, the writer and the director and those producers wrote that script mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. if you want to write something go write something yeah. do something mm-hmm. you know in the meantime shut up and hit your mark at a certain point right at yeah. a certain point you know and that's where we're, we're like our relationship you know on the set it was like mm-hmm. so like you know hey I, I'm gonna do this I'm gonna say I have all these ideas mm-hmm Right. Yeah. And and that's what the director. I hope it, it helps the director to mm-hmm. have like all these ideas are like, yeah. hey, from my point of view as an actor, I see a place that is a hiccup, mm-hmm. you know, and here are my suggestions for helping with this hiccup. Right. And then it's the director's choice to be brave enough to be open to that mm-hmm. with no ego and say, yeah, oh, that's pretty cool, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then if it doesn't serve what the director's story is, then the director could go, that's pretty cool, uh, but we're not going to run with that. We're going to run with this other one, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that balance of, yeah. like, you know, being mm-hmm. open to ideas and then, absolutely, you know, this yeah. coffee's strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, Yeah, and that, that uh, well, I think I mentioned that to you, that one day we were at the train station and walking across the street and we had a couple minutes to talk, mm-hmm. like, uh, 
the times you were you were kind of coaching Sam through mm. through some stuff, and I was thinking, great guy, shouldn't I be saying that as the director? And then uh, like a second later, is like, well, it didn't occur to me to say that as a director. This man has more experience than I do, <laughs> and so yeah. The, and then I was just like. Oh, Totally fine. And he hadn't been, you know, like trying to control anything up to that point. So I had no reason to doubt or worry. That was me walking through right. the steps with myself right. to not be a dick director because right. I don't want to be because I right. want people to work for me. Right, right. <laughs> you know? And it was, I, I, I and uh, that was like a good, that's where I was talking to Danny where it's like, you know, shooting a, it, if you can get, if you can get that trust between, mm-hmm. between, uh, you know, that's what we were talking about earlier. Oh, nice little loop back mm. to the beginning about the relationship between a director and an actor. Mm. Um, is is that trust? Or mm-hmm. right? if you trust that I'm going to shoot out a whole bunch of ideas, but when push comes to shove, mm-hmm. you're in charge, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Then then you can be open to mm-hmm. all the ideas. And if I trust that, then I know I can I can address all of these things, right? You know, as long as I have an understanding of the process mm-hmm. of what's important. Yeah. You know, we're on a time crunch. We're uh, we're gonna have to switch, and and we're not gonna get this shot, but we'll get that shot. Right. And if I can get as familiar with the entire process, mm-hmm. then I can move into these characters that require more. Uh, require more from me and I can relax into the process Yeah, because I'm so familiar with the theater process mm-hmm. and, and where I need to be at certain times mm-hmm. uh, in order to give the best performance mm-hmm. I need to get that type of familiarity with with the bigger projects right. like the bigger characters mm-hmm. what demand that you know how much time do I need to take with this moment Yeah, you know and where do I need to be in my process to be able to to give these moments mm-hmm. to the camera um and that's why the bigger projects are now exciting me because it's an opportunity for me to learn those things. Yeah. You know, it, Sam, Sam, and I knew Sam. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. We met on the Marvel set mm. and he was an extra. Mm-hmm. And I was so impressed by his uh, willingness to, to, to listen and to take advice and mm. to try to do that. Mm-hmm. And we had kind of developed that relationship on that set. So mm. then now here he is with lines and everything. And mm-hmm. we're like, you know, and he was looking at me like he had his script. Mm-hmm. He had his script and he had all of the homework mm. on his script. Like, you huh. know, this motivation and that motivation huh. and all that. Like he did so much work and, mm-hmm. and he came to me right before the shot. And he was like, okay, so this is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was like, Okay, you know, I'll, I'll help you out. You yeah, know? and and that's where that was, and then mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a cool moment, and yeah. it's cool to see him sort of trying to learn, especially mm-hmm. like he was such a, a big guy. Yeah, he seems like he would be like, oh he's, yeah, he's so like. <laughs> Okay, teach me. Yeah, I learn. You know? Something my my wife said when when she finally got to meet him is uh, like he's got this you know this big intimidating look because he's mm-hmm. beefy and he's tall and he's mm-hmm. but uh, he's over here talking like hey this is so cool man like, <laughs> you see this thing that's the coolest thing ever that that's a, an exaggeration of the pitch of his voice but she just thought that was so funny <laughs> it's, it's hard not to like. If you if you see him on Instagram or you see him mm-hmm. on whatever and he's posting his things and if you don't know him you're kind of like what's up with this guy <laughs> yeah right? and then my, that's what my wife was saying well, who's that guy and I was like oh I met him on the Marvel thing he's gonna do uh-huh. this movie with us uh, and and he's like oh. she's like oh. and then after she met him at the dinner and stuff like mm-hmm. she said, I really like that guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah he's just he's just a great guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um, so now that we're uh, 42 minutes in how did Ooh. you get into acting. <laughs> like um, yeah, um, um, 
Or first, even before that, like you're you're from Hawaii, right? I'm from Hawaii. Born and raised from Ever Beach. Not born. Oh, I was born in Maryland. Mm. Um, And then I was raised here in Hawaii. Okay. Like I went to you know elementary school and stuff with a couple of little hiccups in there, Mm. but mostly uh, mostly uh, Makakilo and Ever Beach. Uh I went to Mount Kalani Elementary School Mm -hmm. and went to Elima and Campbell Mm. and and, uh, I got into acting. You know, I mean, I was I was you know doing like talent shows and whatever, hmm. but uh, I got into to the first time it was like, oh, you got to read a script and you got to do. Uh, I was following this girl. <laughs> Every good story begins with that. Yeah, like she, uh, I, w- I was in trouble and she was doing like the morning announcements. Hmm. She was like the girl who does the pledge allegiance or uh-huh. intercom or whatever. Okay, uh, little Filipino girl uh-huh. and. Uh, and I was there, busted mm. in, in the office, and then <laughs> she did the thing, and I was like, "That's the voice!" Like I'd heard it. Oh, I was like, sure. That's the oh my gosh, she's uh-huh. beautiful. I, you know. <laughs> and then I went up to like say something to her because mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I need to say something to her." Mm-hmm. And then she was like, "Oh yeah," and I didn't know. I was like, "What were you talking about?" It was all I could muster out of it. Right? And she's like, uh-huh. "Oh, there's a play." Mm-hmm. You know, blah, blah. I was like, "Are you in it?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> audition for it." And then I was like, "Well, then I'm gonna audition yep. for it too." <laughs> And then, and then that's when you realize, and this is, this is like a horrible story. Uh, <laughs> no, that's great. No, it's horrible because then when you get into the theater, mm-hmm. you realize that there's, there's like, I don't even know if I could say this stuff in this climate, but <laughs> 2018, right? <laughs> What's the fucking truth? So yeah. there's all these beautiful women, mm-hmm. and there was, there was like no men. Ah, uh-huh. there's like no. So you play football and whatever, and you got like yeah. these 15, 20 cheerleaders, and then you've got like mm-hmm. forty football players trying to talk to these cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. This is high school, by the mm-hmm. way. So this is not. This is what you do. You yeah. try to meet girls, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, so you're not going to so get any paradise. It's a paradise. <laughs> there's no like no competition. No competition. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know how it is. This is a long time ago, uh-huh. but like, this, so it's like you go into theater, and then it's like, oh wow, you get to talk to these girls, and then you get like this subculture thing, and then after that, then it was like I got addicted to like, well, how do you? Because once you go in front of an audience, mm-hmm. you know what is what is failing and what is success, mm. you know, and then I was like playing with that from mm. from a very from like high school times. Like, what is? How do you twist this? How do you run this? You I know? thought you were gonna say once you get in front of the audience and hear that applause, then you're well, like. The, Whoa! The applause. Well, that is <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. But I like but how you took that you, deeper. You know, what's you know, you're thinking more of success and failure, whereas like my point of view is more like, ah, oh, I made them feel good. I want to do that. Well, it is that. Mm. It is that. Mm. But you can tell pretty early on a fake applause mm. from a real applause. Sure, sure. You know, like when you get a standing ovation. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and and you never get enough. Like uh-huh. people were talking about, like I do when I do theater, I'll do like three overlapping shows huh. at the same time. Okay. Like I'll do this show uh-huh. and run from that show to the rehearsal of another show. Wow. And then as soon as one show ends, the other one begins uh-huh. because a standing ovation and a true applause, mm-hmm. like where people are are just enthusiastically mm-hmm. tears in their eyes, mm-hmm. like clapping and, and just like, wow, will not leave. Yeah. You're bowing and they just will not leave. Mm-hmm. And the applause will not stop mm-hmm. until you leave the stage and it's still going. Yeah. To get that is like, how do you do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how do you get that? Mm-hmm. And, and and it's like all of these micro things, mm-hmm. all of these little teeny things. Mm-hmm. And then to get a moment where you're on stage, like it always baffles me. Like if when I'm in a scene on stage and and I'm crying 
and it's this heavy moment. I was doing Othello with Hawaii Shakespeare Festival, and I'm about to uh, kill Desdemona, Mm. right? And Mm. there's that great uh, epic speech. He comes out, and he's Mm. got the candle, and he's he's standing there, and, and he's... In, in Hawaii theater, all the theaters are very small, mm. so it's almost it's film acting basically. You're in a black box, the size Ooh. of this room. It the, like the Hawaii theater on uh, uh, no, uh, oh. a Hawaii theater community. Oh, gotcha. Okay. All the houses are very small. Mm. You know, Mark's Garage, Kumukuhua, mm. uh, the actors group, very small, like hundred seaters, mm. right? Okay. And so I'm sitting there and I'm holding the candle and mm-hmm. I'm doing the thing. Now I'm an actor, mm-hmm. so I'm in the moment, but. I've always got a handout feeling the audience like, mm. okay, where are you? Sure. Are you with me? Mm. You know? And mm. when you can see peripherally into the audience's eye or when you pass by and you're, you're, uh-huh. you're looking and you see they're not there. Mm. They're not in the audience. Mm. They're, they're with Othello in that room, in Desdemona's mm. room, and they don't want her to die. Uh-huh. She's a sweetheart. And, yeah. they, and, and, and Othello was lied to. Mm. And this is horrible and we don't want to see this happen. Oh, mm-hmm. God, please stop this from happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're watching it unfold, and they're not there. Mm-hmm. To be able to teleport a room full of people mm-hmm. to another dimension, mm-hmm. and they're crying, and they're mm-hmm. there. Yeah. That's, 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 some, that's magic. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's full-blown magic. Yes, yes. So you get, you get addicted to, mm-hmm. to the ability to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I remember going to Broadway. Oh, I came from here mm. and did Leeward with Paul Cravath mm. and everything and had a great show there. Did some, did, uh, played uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh. I got to play mm. Gilgamesh. Wow. It was like, it was, it was, but it was college. It was college theater. Yeah. And, yeah. and, but it was a big deal for us in our little mm-hmm. thingy. And I leave Hawaii feeling like the man, mm-hmm. right? Big fish, little pond. I'm like, yeah. I'm the fucking man. Uh, New York better watch out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting yes. in acting class the first day at, at, the, at the conservatory. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in the back of the room. There's a picture of me. Somebody snapped a picture. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the back of the room, arms all out. Because I was all buffed <laughs> from that show, from uh-huh. the Gilgamesh show. So I'm like 200 pounds, 7% body fat, uh-huh. 20, 20 two years old 21 years old uh-huh. just like sitting in the back like this school is a waste of time <laughs> like there's nothing that they're going to teach me here they uh-huh. don't know Jason Quinn uh-huh. they don't understand what's about to happen mm-hmm. and we get free tickets to go see uh, Anthony LaPaglia play A View From A Bridge mm. and we'll go into that theater and I'm like Broadway like uh, come on Broadway yeah Anthony LaPaglia there's a scene he's sitting in a chair and he's talking to his daughter and he's he's trying not to cry mm. so he's not crying mm-hmm. he's talking to her and and I was just like holy fucking shit this is amazing <laughs> right and I'm like but I I, I can do that mm. I can get there mm. I can I can learn that's why I'm in school I'll, mm. I'll get those couple of tricks what's he got four or five moves on me uh-huh. <laughs> you know and it's a Sunday mat uh, Sunday matinee that uh-huh. we saw right so I, I gotta go meet him Mm-hmm. I got to see the man who did this magic. Yeah, it's the best I've ever seen. I thought I was the best, mm-hmm. you know, but he—he's the best. Yeah, that must be the best <laughs> because it can't be. That must be the best he's ever done. Mm. That must have been his best show that's ever be- in order to make me uh, check my ego. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In order for me to go, whoa, that was good. It must be amazing. So mm-hmm. I go, I go backstage, and I'm like, uh, hey, I'm from the school conservatory. I, I really want to know. I just wanted to meet you because mm-hmm. I'm going to be you in six months. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to formulate what the fuck I'm going to say. Right? Yeah. 
I go and uh, the the bouncer, the the guy mm-hmm. says, "Oh, I'll go get him. He's in his dressing room. Mm-hmm. He loves to meet acting students mm-hmm. and stuff like that." I was like, "All right, great." Uh, the guy comes out like ten minutes later and he's like, "Listen, Anthony's so sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can't come out. He's he's actually he's got the flu. He's had it for the last three or four days. Oh my god! And he's fighting this flu. He's got like a fever of 103 or whatever. And he's got another show tonight, so he really needs to like just take a nap. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I didn't want to bother him. I didn't want to wake mm-hmm. him up because he's kind of struggling this whole week. Mm-hmm. And I said, "No problem." I walked away. I was like, "What the fuck?" Uh, he did that with the he flu. He did that with the flu. Yeah. On a Sunday matinee, oh he's got another god. show that night. Uh-huh. He's been doing this, and he's gonna do it again. Uh huh. And again, and again, and again, and again. That's when Broadway's like, here's your ass. <laughs> and they get to you. <laughs> I went back to class the next day, shut the fuck up, mm. sat in the front of the room, mm-hmm. like, okay, I've got a years before I'm able to do that shit. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I was like, wow. Hmm. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, New York, that whole, that, whole, that whole time in New York, that six mm. or seven years was just, was just seeing just amazing stuff mm-hmm. and just trying to absorb it mm-hmm. and, then, and then and then when I got back to Hawaii um, when my son was born I was like uh, I was like we gotta go back to Hawaii I'm not gonna raise him mm-hmm. in on Hollywood Boulevard mm-hmm. you know what I mean like he can grow up in Hawaii surfing uh-huh. and learning you know what I mean Yeah. and Hawaii's got a nice theater community mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it's like I can if that's my goal mm-hmm. you know we were talking about redefining success right? sure sure if my goal is that magic trick if my goal is to be that magician mm-hmm. and to to learn how to ride a wave the best and to to have fun mm-hmm. all that success stuff mm-hmm. will come or it won't yeah who gives a fuck mm-hmm. if if my real concern is serving a story and trying to present those magic tricks mm-hmm. to the best of my ability, if if I'm true, if that's what my true self is saying, my ego is screaming, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. be a movie star, be a, be, you know, whatever. But yeah. that's out of fear of what I think success is or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. if my true goal is to do the best work that I can do and, and, and try to master this elusive time teleportation thing to the audience and stuff yeah. if that's true mm-hmm. then I need then I can do that mm. here in the theater and with projects like yours mm. and projects like Chris Kuhunahana mm. and Waikiki mm-hmm. you know that was something that stretched me I, I see my ass all over that performance <laughs> hopefully not too many because don't don't go seeing the movie looking for my ass right that's <laughs> not that kind of movie it's not that kind of movie or maybe it is <laughs> but 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 um but that's that's what the, one of the producers of, of Waikiki was like. You just have your shirt off this whole film. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's not that kind of movie. It's mm-hmm. Chris Kunhana is going for art. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know you're going for a, trying to build this entire world and teleport mm-hmm. everybody into this world. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So so that's what I'm trying to. You were talking. We were talking about trying to. What projects do I choose? Mm-hmm. You know. I, and some people will say, you know, you're at this certain level with with SAG and with mm-hmm. your, your with your part on Marvel and with yeah. with with your parts in these shows. You why are you doing these these indies and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Well, I'm chasing that. I'm not chasing. I'm not chasing fame. Mm. That's that seems like a fool's errand. Mm-hmm. I don't have any control over that. Yeah. But I'm I'm chasing that that art. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. That's cool. That's really cool. Um really shows like um who you are as a person i think like and in a good way <laughs> right uh not yeah i mean um shucks i was afraid that after we auditioned you 
and offered you the role that you would get snagged up by some other bigger production or something, or you'd be like, oh, that's great, but I'm going to do this instead. Well, that's my big, that's my big fear. Huh. My big, um, and this is, this is my ego too. My, my big fear, and I talk about this as well, I'm like, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it because I haven't articulated this like in public or whatever. Mm. My big fear is the perception of me. And, and mm. Danny talks about this sure. too, because uh-huh. we got a little bit going for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it ain't shit, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like I'm, I go to work. I work a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is, and I hope that, you know, that's always the big fear. Is like if I say I'm gonna do like a small indie, and mm-hmm. then I do book, you know, I'm doing mm-hmm. a, a, a bigger a, a Hollywood project. Sure. Yeah. You know, next week, mm-hmm. and then doing like a, a, a that with talk story. That's a Netflix thing. That's mm-hmm. a big project and Mm. and I have to do those projects Mm -hmm. and I want to do those projects but I also want to do these little things but if I get a uh, a project with a with this with a student film director or an indie Mm -hmm. film director and then I get another project and I have to leave that project Mm -hmm. you know are they going to be like wow you know oh Jason Quinn thinks he's hot you know what I mean and (laughs) I hear that murmuring sometimes Mm. from uh in hip-hop we'll call them haters Uh but they're not haters yeah they're they're people who who maybe, you know, I walk, I, I walk around and I, I crack all kinds of jokes and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very outgoing and, mm-hmm. you know, I, it, I could see that if you don't know me, you'd be like, I just stuck up motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? But I don't have any control over that. I guess. Yeah, no, you're just you a man know? who's comfortable in his own skin. I think, I, well, sometimes, but, yeah. but then the perception of it is like, you get worried, like, cause I don't want, I don't want, you know, I want every person to every film director and every person and every other actor to know that like we're all chasing this uh this art thing mm-hmm. you know yeah and these this is i'm just these other these other projects this is straight up fucking luck dude. Mm. like just luck like luck like to book something big these days is like luck yeah, yeah. so much luck yeah you know? well you know to, to clarify um like I, I didn't feel like you were the kind of guy who would just um necessarily just you know brush it off i just i felt lucky that you said yes and that you actually seemed excited about it oh Um, your your trailer your your little teaser thing yeah it's like the apocalypse dude that's like (laughs) wait you get to get all muddy and look all Mm -hmm. badass and like walk through the apocalypse and you got like these zombie things Mm -hmm. you know i was trying to explain berserkers to my son he's like Mm -hmm. yeah but it's it's oh okay so every like apocalypse zombie movie calls them different things like mm-hmm. in the walking dead they're walkers yeah and then and, and i was like well yeah but he's creating this like different kind of cool thing and he's like oh but what is it in real life he's like it's not in real life yeah it's complete <laughs> fantasy you know he's like oh that's cool mm-hmm. you know and it's an opportunity like it's an opportunity man mm. and you might you might like if you're chasing that thing mm-hmm. and we're and we're chasing that thing then we're all chasing the same thing we're running in the same direction for mm-hmm. a minute you know what I mean yeah that's dope yeah that's seriously dope that's pretty rad website what like you like you came from where I uh, came from I'm originally from east coast North Carolina North Carolina yeah that's where I uh, grew up I was born born and raised there uh, with the exception of year and a half in Arkansas when I was 10 and then six months in Georgia uh, when I was going into high school. Always wound up back in North Carolina. Uh, graduated from college there, East Carolina University. And then uh, Did you did you study film there? Um, kind of. That was the intent. And uh, like 
as I was getting ready to graduate from high school, I thought I wanted to go into film school. And there is a film school there, um, North Carolina School of the Arts in Winston-Salem. And uh, like Danny McBride went there. Uh, And um, Jody Hill, I think, is his uh, partner. I forget. Or not Jonah Hill, but Jody. I don't know. Um, But yeah, like uh, I just... Honestly, I lacked the inner confidence to really go for it, mm. and I was just going for whichever college would accept me, and it happened to be ECU, and they had a, or have a uh, broadcasting department, media production and stuff, and so I went for that. Um, at the time, they were going through a period of transition, mm. and they were trying to turn it into a film school by my senior year, and so we were doing more short film stuff as opposed to news stuff, but then once I graduated... Um, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to get into it. Um, and so I just started uh, taking jobs in customer service and mm-hmm. kind of floated for a bit. Wound up about 10 years later moving to Ohio, chasing a girl. <laughs> and uh, when that didn't work out, um, I ended up joining the Navy. And mm-hmm. then the Navy brought me out here six years ago. And, and once you come here, yeah, it's hard to not be here. Well, um, not until I met my wife. Um, when I first got here, I started getting island fever after the first few months. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I enjoy wide open spaces, mm. um, not so densely populated areas, right. uh, road trips and stuff. And so until I went on my first mission uh, to Southeast Asia, um, I was like, oh, my God, it's so cramped and crowded and everything. Um, but then once I got back from that, you know, started to dig it. But uh, I was... Uh, not well, yeah. Kind of looking forward to when I would transfer to my next duty station. Right. Um, but then uh, met my wife, and she's from here. She grew up here. This is the house she grew up in. <laughs> okay. Um, and started to get to know the island a little more. We traveled. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Getting plugged in, right. and uh, we went to Big Island a number of times, and that's our favorite place. Oh, that's that's where I'm going to retire. No, yeah, that's yeah. what we're thinking of. Yeah, no, no seriously, because. <laughs> Well, like the the cure for island fever when I have friends come from New York or hey. from the the only cure for island fever is to get a good like a community get mm-hmm. into the community and yep. then you have to be like an outdoor person like mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. like if you like water mm-hmm. like scuba diving surfing fishing mm-hmm. like that and you like mountains like hiking and yeah. you do you like every day you want to leave the house and go and do something mm-hmm. uh, there's no other place like it on the planet if you like. Uh, you know, going to restaurants and going to the theater and going to the mall Mm -hmm. and being like, you know, really like city kind of thingies like that. Mm -hmm. uh, It's not going to work for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not that kind of place. Yeah. And, and like my brother's up in uh, Spokane, Washington, Mm. he talks about like, he's starting now to understand like what you were talking about, wide open spaces, Mm -hmm. not densely populated, having some space to yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, because, Oahu's gotten really crowded. Yeah. This, this is not where I grew up. Mm-hmm. This is not what it was when I grew up. But sure. Big Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, if you're listening to the podcast, the Big Island sucks. You should not move there. No, it's the worst. Don't, it's, it's a horrible. rock. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. about to erupt again. Yeah, so you don't so you, No, there. stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep that real estate yes. value down. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where we ended up getting married, too, was uh, in uh, Liliuokalani Gardens in Hilo. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Man. And um, so, yeah, that's that's where I come from. Right. And started, uh, like, really 
once I joined the Navy and once I got away from home is when I really started to find myself, mm-hmm. you know, and then traveling around the world and seeing the different cultures and right. stuff was amazing and just really uh, expanded my worldview and uh, understanding of humanity. Um, and so then I started getting back into my initial dream of filmmaking, right. uh, started running with the Hawaii Filmmakers Collective about just before my son was born. Um or not just before, well, close to when he was born. And met Dick Diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, great guy. One of the greatest guys I've, I've ever met. And um, I, haven't, uh, I haven't really had an opportunity to uh, really meet him. Mm. Uh, really he's talk to him, I think. super great. He's doing a, a web series, uh, Potluck with Smooch. It's, oh. um, have you heard of that? Yeah, I have heard of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I was able to do a behind-the-scenes video for him. Mm. And so that's that helped establish our relationship. And he helped out with uh, the, the, the seven-minute version of Crossroads Station. Right. And, uh, yeah, just super great guy. Um, but then once I, you know, once, I, once I got married, it's like, you know what? We can stick around the island for a while. Right. And uh, decided to get out of the Navy and come back to school. Um which I'm just finishing up this semester and uh, do the film school thing. Right. And it's been great. It's been amazing. And it's brought me to this point right now. Right, right, <laughs> right. No, that's, 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 a, that's a nice squiggly path. Yeah, it's very squiggly. There's a lot of squiggles I left out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I, that's just what I was, I was thinking too, like in LA at one point when we were trying to decide whether mm. to stay and everything. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, uh, I don't mind art. Mm-hmm. Uh, having me make decisions Mm -hmm. but I do mind the industry Mm. making the decisions oh you're gonna live here or you're gonna Uh, you know what I mean you're gonna do it like this Uh you know yeah and I was like for an actor too like Los Angeles is such a uh, (laughs) for actors it turns actors into such desperate Mm. Things mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so to get out of there, yeah, you know, and to, and I think it would happen. For, I think it happens to everybody. I think it directors mm. for, you, for you guys too, like mm. you know, because people want to get in so bad mm-hmm. that they'll basically sacrifice everything, yeah, to get in, yeah. And as soon as you make that subconscious decision mm-hmm. that you'll do anything to get in, yeah, then then you just uh, just just get all like. Just turned into like this bitch, like <laughs> just like, like just this. Oh, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll mm-hmm. do you know. I'll do. I'll do anything. And that, that happens. You see it in auditions. You mm-hmm. see it's in conversations. It's, yeah. It seeps. The desperation just comes out your pores. Mm-hmm. And no matter how strong you are, yeah. <laughs> like, so to get out of that and make films, I think was one of the probably the, the benefits of like. I love to see Hawaii Film Collective what they're mm-hmm. doing in Ohina mm-hmm. shorts yes. everything like that yeah. like, you know and Atlanta mm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like stuff that's happening in Atlanta you yeah. know, nothing against Hollywood sure come make me an offer mm-hmm. we'll see but, yeah. <laughs> but outside of that is like mm-hmm. you know you know what it's like you know what the industry would kind of be like it's huh. kind of like that uh, the prom queen or the stuck up chick mm-hmm. in high school mm-hmm. right if you chase yeah. her around Right? Maybe. She's like, ah. <laughs> Maybe hey, you'll get lucky, you know? Maybe but on then, Tuesday, uh-huh. come by. Don't tell anybody. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. But if you go do your own thing, mm-hmm. right? Was it Team Wolf? Yeah. Uh, you turn into a wolf and uh-huh. win the basketball game. <laughs> you turn Absolutely. into a beast and start yes. making your own things, then mm-hmm. Hollywood will come sit next to you mm-hmm. and bite into your beer can. Yeah, yeah. And, the, like, Hawaii has such, I feel, a robust 
filmmaking community. It does. You know, there's there's so many people who are chasing it. Um, you know, not well. Hmm. Thinking of what we were talking about before. I don't. Know. Um, <laughs> there's that. There is that. But there. But it's uh, rare. Oh, well, I don't know because I'm just getting into it. So you right. you know more than I do. But someone else I've talked to who has also been in it for a while uh, seems to think it's the inverse, uh, mm. where it's more unscrupulous uh, people trying to make it, buying the expensive cars, right? Uh, kind of thing. And but they're what they put out is crap, right? Uh, versus like it's a minority rather of filmmakers who try to act with integrity and actually get something out that's good mm. Um, mm. but I don't know I mean that's yeah. that's well, now two well, like I said, different I, viewpoints I I know I know the handful of people that I that I work with mm-hmm. and, and that I'll I'll work with I'm continuing to meet mm-hmm. people in the film I, I went hard on the theater mm-hmm. and, and then I would with uh, with Rachel and Katie mm-hmm. um, Rachel Sutton and Katie Doyle and stuff I know those uh, they're casting directors oh, okay here the, the main the main casting directors <clears throat> um, Rachel does Hawaii Five-0 and sometimes mm. she did Marvel and when it comes in they do local the local end of the big projects that okay come. so mm-hmm. like a TV show will have like five uh, they need to hire like five local hires okay. SAG will say if you're doing uh a TV show in Hawaii, mm-hmm. every episode needs to have like five local hires. Uh, you know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I, I think you know that changes from season to season every time they negotiate. I think, mm. uh, but Rachel handles that for like Hawaii Five O okay. for for when Marvel came, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll probably handle like if a big show comes. And Katie Doyle will do the local casting for any big movies that come and shoot here. Mm-hmm. We'll take care of the extras mm-hmm. and. Then, day players and you know five and unders if they still call it that <laughs> that's how old I am <laughs> five and under yeah. that's a soap opera term ah. but uh, <laughs> but yeah so so they they handle that okay. and so when I came here I just did strictly theater mm-hmm. and then only auditioned for the for the big SAG stuff okay. just in the last like two or three years I've noticed an uptick in like quality indie filmmaking here mm. in Hawaii and I know there was more before mm-hmm. there was quality stuff I'm not downing that sure. I just didn't know about it mm-hmm. so my experience with the film community here is still relatively fresh mm. you know with the guys that are really doing it and I'm trying to mm-hmm. like navigate my way through yeah. who's who's doing it for the reasons that that I was talking about before who's mm-hmm. doing it to stretch their art right of course you want to make it of course yeah. your thing needs to be profitable mm-hmm. of course you want to make something that is successful in the film circuit or get picked up by mm-hmm. Netflix Amazon of course yeah of course yeah but just to pay the bills to pay the bills you have not to. to make a car payment right necessarily exactly yeah but your goal, if your goal is art, mm-hmm. I'm looking for you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if your goal is that, I'm looking for you. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for someone who's going to try to stretch their techniques and stretch their stuff and give uh-huh. all of it for the week that you shoot or for the two weeks that you're doing, mm-hmm. if you're looking for that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm looking for you. <laughs> you know right what on. I'm saying? It's like yeah. trying to spot from across the crowd. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if that's what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. you know, then 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 we're looking for each other. Right on. You know? And... So far, I've been pretty lucky, and we were talking about how you choose stuff. I'm mm-hmm. pretty like trying to gauge, mm-hmm. you know, the audition part, like the audition process. Like if I haven't mm-hmm. met you before, mm-hmm. I'm gonna come audition. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna be like, 
well, you either want me or you don't. I ain't, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah. to audition because we're auditioning each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you yeah. know, we're going to go into the room. I want to see how you how you run your audition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to see what questions you ask me and mm-hmm. how you're going to set up. Like, that's, yeah. I'm all, you know, and I'm going to ask questions to see how you respond to those. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking for, are you doing this for your art? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and I've, I've been so, so lucky, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I met uh, Aaron Lau. Mm. in the night mm-hmm. uh, you probably know some people that worked on that uh, I, I, I think I do um, I, I don't know if I've met her but right. I do I, yeah I do know several people who know her yeah so yeah holy shit hmm. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit she's young too mm-hmm. I went to her Vimeo page before before you know thinking of doing it mm-hmm. and um, um, and looked for those things mm-hmm. in, in her work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she had in her Vimeo, she had such a, uh, man, she had like such a, uh, personal stamp, mm. you know, it's like, it's like, she has what I look for, like, even in like a, a singer songwriter, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, I'm not looking for like, uh, people tease me because one of my favorite contemporary artists was Amy Winehouse. Mm. Right. And if you don't know Amy Winehouse, you know, uh, <laughs> they try to make me go to rehab and oh, mm. that's the, that's the heroin yeah. drunk girl who died. Mm. What? You like her? Yeah. And I was like, well, you, you didn't listen to the album, man. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, Billy holiday mm. and like, you know, where it's like, okay, not like, amazing singers but mm-hmm. they're not hitting every note right yeah but as soon as they open their mouth mm-hmm. what you're gonna hear is their honest interpretation of life mm. yeah. you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. life is being funneled through their experience and then spit back onto the screen right and that's what Aaron mm. had in her things and there was there was you know inconsistencies with you know this or that she's, yeah. she's green she's working her way up uh-huh. with, with her budget and her screenwriting sure, and sure. all that kind of stuff she's working her way up mm-hmm. it's like you're trying to, this is coming through you and you're doing your best to get out of the way yeah. of this truth. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, I want, yes, I want, I want in. Nice. I, I want in. Yeah. And then, and then on the set, she was just like, I was like, and, and, and that's another place where I was like, I sh- there was some moments where I felt like I was barely hanging on mm. and barely able to give her what she wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I was getting in the way of myself. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's such a scary moment as mm. an actor when you go, you're, you're, you're on like take three or four uh-huh. and you can hear the, the producer whispering into the ear of the director saying, oh, well, um, we've got like two more setups and uh, well, if we push lunch back another hour, then we can we can spend another 20, 30 minutes on this. Um, but, you know, how, how long do you think we'll, we'll be on this? And then the yeah. director goes, well, uh, I don't know. We, we just got to shoot this angle and then uh, maybe turn around. Panda. Jason, are, are you ready? We'll be ready in just a second. Yeah, so we're going to, and you hear that, uh-huh. and you go, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then I'm jumping up and down in the back doing jumping yeah. jacks. Okay, all right, guys, we, we could do this. We'll get, we'll get ready, you know, this and that. And then I go, and I go action. And I start, and I'm like, fuck, that's not it. And uh, in my head, I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. Are, oh, are you in the bad zone? Are you in the bad place? Mm-hmm. You know, and then once I start thinking that, mm-hmm. now I'm spinning out of control mm-hmm. because I'm thinking that instead of the stuff I need to be thinking to get into the zone. Yeah. And then that's like being surfing, and you're going, I'm in the break zone. Another set is coming in. Uh-huh. I might drown. Mm. I might not get a take that I'm happy with. Uh-huh. And then you go, <laughs> and then, and then you're like, wow, this director gave me this climax moment. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like I'm in a, I'm in a, not the climax, but this is a climax that builds to the other climax mm-hmm. that builds to this other. Like this informs this scene. Yeah. If she has to cut it or kind of round it or do something mm-hmm. to make this work, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tank this moment. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh fuck. Then there's the fear. Yeah. And then there's a whatever. And now you're, now you're in a bad place. Uh-huh. You know? And then I don't know how she did it. Um, but you know, and then she comes over and she's rubbing my shoulder. She's ah. like, okay, you know, this, you know, blah blah blah. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna do this again. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck whether we're here all night. Mm. We're, we'll get this, Jason. Mm. You know, and this and that. Nice. And then your ego is going like, oh, see, you made her have to come over and tell her that. And then, and then your, and then your spirit's going, hey, listen to what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah. Get, get all that other stuff out of your head and listen to her. Mm-hmm. Let her, let her rub your shoulder and get you back in. She's got the flashlight. Yeah, yeah. Let her lead you out of this. Mm-hmm. You know. Then mm-hmm. I saw the film, and that scene got cut. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, <laughs> it's no, the experience. I, I think it got cut for time. Sure, sure, sure. Let's sure. say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's where I say, you know, I'm I'm learning. Yeah. Like, if there's anybody out there that thinks I'm that I that I think I'm King Tunt. I'm mm. just as insecure. I'm I'm fucking insecure at this moment. Everyone is. Yeah. You know? That's that's been baffling to me is like, you know, after everyone, whether they realize it or not, puts up a front. You know, yeah. it's just a, a defense mechanism of nature. Right. You just present a, a something that will get you through the day right. uh, with as least cute questions as possible. Right. But then like, you know, sitting down and talking to people or just being around them and seeing how they engage with other folks, like you realize Motherfuckers just like me. Yeah. Shoot. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Nobody knows yeah. what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so relieving too. Right. Like once you're able to <clears throat> drop your own shields and reveal that to someone else, they're like right there with. If they're a decent human being, right. they're right there with if you. If they're predatory and they're operating yes. from an ego, then they'll try to pounce on. Uh huh. And use that yes. to better themselves. Absolutely. Right. And, yes. and then, and, but I think the move there is to cut them them off with as much integrity as you can. Absolutely. You just cut them off. Yeah, keep that boundary. Or erect the boundary, maintain it. Right. Yeah. With with integrity. Of course. You know, just just be like, you know, uh, uh, you're speaking from your ego right now, Mm -hmm. and I'll just wait until you're not. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll check back in with you in a year or so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, because you're going to get to where I am. Mm. If... You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and I'm trying to get to where that person is. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear people who are, who've, who've created art that I, that I'm just truly in awe of. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you get there? Mm-hmm. Like, Daniel Day Lewis and there will be mm-hmm. blood. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? <laughs> that the, the work he did in that was, I, I, st- I watch it. I watched, I've watched it like 40. How did he do that? Mm. <laughs> do you think he's really retired or do you think he'll, uh, the bug will get him again. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I would. I, I think. I think he deserves retirement mm. because what he was saying was something that I that as an artist I can truly. It's, it's one of the reasons I gave up hip hop. Mm. I, I used to rap. No uh, kidding. You know. Yeah. Huh. Had a little indie indie thing going, and mm-hmm. I, I toured Australia, mm. and I had a little a little hit. Dude. If you can call it that. Sure. Hit, yeah. You know, like, yeah. and I. Um, I mean, the big deal of it was that one of my songs was was licensed for the uh, uh, Scarface, the World Is Yours video game. No kidding. And and it got on there, and because it got on there, I got yeah. And, and it was like and and uh, and I had a couple of friends, and we used to just 
go tour Australia and mm-hmm. stuff. And, and I was really serious about it. Yeah. I recorded a couple albums and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then hip hop changed. Mm. You know what I mean? And hip hop changed. And what the reason that I do anything, like we were talking before, is to see if you could stress the art. Mm-hmm. And and to be successful, that was not only was it not necessary, mm-hmm. it was actually an Achilles heel if you're mm-hmm. trying to stretch the art form. Mm-hmm. They wanted cookie cutter shit mm-hmm. to sell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was getting older and had a kid and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm like, this, this, the music that I would need to make in order to make a living out of it mm-hmm. uh, and, and stretch my artistry wouldn't, the, my music isn't going to play mm-hmm. on the radio or anywhere. Mm-hmm. And the music I would need to make to make a living is dog shit. Mm. Like, it's embarrassing. Mm. I would be embarrassed as an artist to mm. make any of those records that I could make them. Mm-hmm. I knew it's not like it was I could make them. Yeah. But I would be embarrassing. Mm. And it would hurt me. Okay. You know? Yeah. So I was like, I got to get out. Uh-huh. And what Daniel Day Lewis was saying was that the stuff he's doing mm-hmm. isn't what the industry is putting out sure sure you know yeah and so the and that's true like those those docu those um drama movies Mm -hmm. uh, a a serious drama yeah you know a two-hour drama piece Mm -hmm. is now that creative energy has been put into series now Mm. the best drama being done is in series right you know Mm -hmm. and so you know, in movies, the way that he makes movies and where he goes in for like a year to go mm-hmm. into a character yeah, and stuff like that. It's not, crazy. they don't want that. They, they don't have that in their budget. They don't have the production for that. Those mm-hmm. movies just aren't being made. Mm-hmm. Like, so we can't pay for Daniel Day-Lewis mm-hmm. to to l- learn how to whip cream yeah. for a year uh-huh. for his role. To build a colonial house with <laughs> right. colonial tools. Right. We need yeah. to get in for a two-month shoot, uh-huh. you know what I mean, with two weeks of post uh, pre-production, uh-huh. a, a six-week shoot or mm-hmm. an eight-week shoot, mm-hmm. and get out. Yeah, you know, we got twelve-hour days, eighteen-hour days. Mm-hmm. Do it, get it done. Mm-hmm. Next setup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I, that was frustrating him. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, so taking the art out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. If if he does come back, I'd love to see him in like a fucking series. Mm-hmm. I, I, that would be amazing to mm-hmm. see what kind of work he does in yeah. a series. Hmm. Yeah, imagine him doing something like uh, doing something like House of Cards or something. Oh yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> you get to see him for six years with uh-huh. a role. What would he do with a role for six years? What? Disappear, I think. Yeah. <laughs> would he be able to come back? Yeah, from that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hmm. So okay. Um, it is oh shoot it's 10 after 12 do you need to be anywhere or anything uh, I'm okay I don't, I don't, okay. don't want to take too much longer yeah um, this is like a 9 hour podcast yeah it could be so for you like is there is there a line you can cross where that's just like too far into a role or um I mean, there's there's stories. Uh, the one I only one I can think of is uh, Heath Ledger. You know, like mm. you know, descending into the Joker, and then was it ever like established that he OD'd because of that? Because of the I darkness. Think that's a nice. I think that's a nice folklore. Okay. Um, I think, I think he got caught up. Uh, I have insomnia. Okay. And uh, you can take if you take uh, you know, if you take uh, what's the ambient mm. or something like that, mm. and, uh, and then like. You know, if you if you go out and you party, mm-hmm. right? Because he had just been through that divorce. Oh yeah. He was trying to eat his mm-hmm. kids. He's going back and forth. I think mm-hmm. he just needed. 
this is me talking shit. I don't know. Okay, yeah. But but I don't think it had much to do with mm-hmm. how far into the roles he was going. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he was just he messed up. He okay. had taken some sleeping pills sure, and sure. he was on top of some other drugs he was taking. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was doing recreational drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's your thing, you yeah, know, run with it. Yeah. Um, but I, I I don't know if that was I, I don't huh. think that was the roles. Okay. But well, for me, I I don't think I'm anywhere. In, near that yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I'm, I'm dabbling yeah. with with some method stuff mm-hmm. and I need it to get through like some close ups and some emotional work mm-hmm. that I want to see me as an artist grow mm-hmm. and um, I with the Waikiki movie mm-hmm. with uh, Chris Kuhuahana and uh, Danielle mm-hmm. uh, there was some I wasn't shooting that for that long it was over a period of I think six weeks or something mm-hmm. and there was some dark thoughts mm-hmm. that I had to go through. When you see the movie, you'll see, you know, to get, because we did a lot of uh, improv and we mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff that was, and it was great that it was me and Danny because we knew each other so well. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some times I, he, I played an abusive uh, boyfriend mm-hmm. and there was some time, like the night after we shot the scene where I did some really bad stuff to her, mm-hmm. I was working out in my head uh, the day the, the day after I was stretching on the beach and I was stretching and I was thinking about the character and mm-hmm. I was thinking about like what would because the next day I was going to have to like apologize to her mm-hmm. so I was thinking about the role and I was thinking about what I would say and I was thinking about how I would say it and what just kind of just, just thinking about it and I was like I have to apologize to her mm-hmm. and you know it got out of hand I'm going to tell her that it got out of hand, you know, but she knows how I am. And she was pushing my buttons and she knows that. I mean, that two people got in an argument and two people got it out of hand. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she wouldn't listen and the fact that she would go through what she went through to spite me and to go behind my back and to lie to me and to do those things. She's just as guilty in that moment as I am Mm. for what happened, Mm. you know? So we need to talk and she needs to know what her hand in it was. And as I'm going through that inner monologue, Mm -hmm. me jumped out and went, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) You don't smack chicks around. Uh Like you don't smash, you don't do that. Yeah. What the f- Well, as you were describing that, I'm like, wait, are you talking about Jason to Danny or roll to roll? Right. Yeah. And it got, mixed up there for uh-huh. a second yeah and I was like I leaped out uh-huh. of the character and out of that line of thinking mm-hmm. and was like whoa yeah and then I was like but isn't that good that I was thinking that mm-hmm. you know what I mean that I was able to justify it and wouldn't that be good for the character especially mm-hmm. if we're doing this huge improv thing and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I was like wow Wow, that's that's something to explore again mm-hmm. in a, in another movie. But in yeah. order to do that, I would need to, like, if I was going to go deep into a character like that, mm-hmm. I would need time. Mm-hmm. I would need the proper material. I would need, you know, I would need to not have to, you know, the way the shoot was. I would need a more a, a more intense shoot, and mm-hmm. I would would not want to have to like go to work mm-hmm. <laughs> at a regular job. Right. Like I would have to like be away from people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. To go into that deep and stuff like that and yeah. I was like wow that's that's something I would definitely experiment with with the right project and mm. the right whatchamacall mm-hmm. and that's why we looked at Daniel Day-Lewis going mm-hmm. into a role like that and you're like wow like 
you know, is that disappearing? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm looking for that script. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm looking mm-hmm. for that script and I'm looking for, you know, for the minimum amount of money that I would need to to give that amount of time sure. and energy into that. Because mm-hmm. I can do it on theater. Theater, you turn off and turn on. I know the theater process. I know how to get to that deep mm-hmm. of a character okay. in the theater process. But mm-hmm. I haven't yet gotten a chance to, except for Waikiki, mm-hmm. um, go that deep into a character mm-hmm. and let my mind go ahead and go there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. My wife hated it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> my wife was like, was talking to her this way and that way, and, uh-huh. and then after we were done shooting, she's like, "You know how you were, you know how you were fucking talking to me?" Mm. And I was like, "She's like, you were talking to me like when we first met, like mm. you know, because I was, I was not an abusive right. boyfriend, sure. but you know, it was very young, and I hadn't done mm. all this." stuff to become the person that I am now yeah. so it's like you growing know, up yeah right <laughs> yeah you speak out of fear a lot yeah and when you speak out of fear it's mm-hmm. usually harsh yep. you know mm-hmm. and that character is speaking that to his girl out of fear right right hmm. yeah uh, I took a, um, an acting class well mm-hmm. there was a directing the actor on screen right class and so a large component of that was us ourselves acting and uh, our professor Joel Moffat do you know him no I haven't met him okay um, very like uh, intense uh, in, in his teaching and in his directing and stuff um, learned a ton but one thing that, that really stuck with me uh, in the, the roles I had to do for the projects was um, how real acting is revealing truth mm-hmm. and the, a large component of that is like a truth about yourself as a person, the actor, and some of the stuff I had to do, I didn't like the truth I was discovering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I like, you know, I often like to, when I get into to, to certain discussions, like to say, you know, I did, I took, I was in therapy for a few years, right. uh, and it, it helped me through a lot of shit. And there was a lot of, like, confron- confronting truths that I wasn't necessarily comfortable confronting, but that was, like, 12 years ago Mm. 12 years ago Jesus that's a long time ago I didn't realize it's been that long Um, and so uh, getting into that again um, and and the stuff uh, that that I was you know learning about myself trying to just do these three minute class projects Mm -hmm. uh, just made me wonder like I don't well, gave me a greater appreciation for what you guys do, right. for what actors do. Right. And um, like I, in high school, I was in a drama group, uh, did some stage stuff, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but never quite got as intense or deep into a process such as what I experienced in that class. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just don't see how you can handle that. I don't. I don't uh, <laughs> as a career thing. I question it. Because the, the lines can get blurred they so can. easily. They can. And knowing myself... Um, in terms of like relationships with with women like and getting into roles that involve intimate relationships i would not be able to handle that i would not be married (laughs) it's so weird yeah it's weird on so many levels Uh it's weird it's weird i'll tell you two quick stories Mm. um well i'll tell you why it's weird and then i'll tell you the story one of the things that is very weird Mm. is one of the shows i did with danny Mm. uh is when I first kind of noticed it. It's because my son is getting older. Mm. My, my my wife and I have been together for like 23 years. Oh, wow. And as she was with me, we went to New York together. Mm-hmm. We went to the same acting conservatory. Went, she's an amazing act, actress. Mm. She's And she's just getting back in over here, too. Okay. So 
over here, you guys need to watch out because mm. this chick is gonna. Uh, but she she's amazing, and but we've been together for so long that none of this is weird. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been kissing girls on stage and mm. all that kind of stuff. It's it's not weird. Yeah. Uh, but when I did the show with Danny, and then uh, I had to make out with this other girl, another actress, mm -hmm. amazing actress, um, Miley, and uh, so on stage we're we're kissing, we're making out, mm -hmm. right? And I was on stage with her, and then I looked up, and it happened to be a night that my son and my wife were in the audience, uh -huh. in the front row, uh -huh. right across from me. Uh -huh. And there's my son uh -huh. watching me kiss this other girl, uh -huh. <laughs> right? Uh -huh. And then afterwards, we all, you know, hug, and she mm -hmm. says, hi, Zaya, mm -hmm. and then all of this, and I'm like, how weird is that? Yeah. <laughs> how weird is it that you could, that you, what? In what alternate universe is it okay uh -huh. for you to be married to a beautiful woman and a soulmate mm -hmm. while making out to another beautiful woman mm -hmm. and then get applauded for it? Yeah. <laughs> like, that is a weird dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the other things that was really weird where things can get really crossed uh -huh. was I was jogging uh, a couple years ago. I was jogging and a song came on. Mm. And uh, I didn't, you know, you're jogging. So the song came on and mm. I had a memory mm. of like a cobblestone street. Mm. Right? And I'm trying to think of that cobblestone street. And I'm trying to think of where I've heard this song before. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm like, where is this? Where is the cobblestone street? Well, what, what was I doing on the cobblestone street? So you're walking your back yourself back from the memory. It's like, mm -hmm. Oh, it came from a stairway. I came from a stairway. And I, I was, the song was playing and I was stressed about something. Like, mm. This song is holding this emotion. Right. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck was I so stressed about? Mm. Right? I, I walked up the steps or whatever. And I was like, oh, I kissed, I kissed that girl. She was a photographer. When was I making out with this girl? Was it a play? It must have been a play. Okay. You know, and it must have been New York with the cobblestone street. Mm. And I was like, fuck, did I cheat on my wife? And then like, I can't <laughs> repress the memory. This? Like, yeah. what the fuck? And I stopped running. <laughs> I'm freaked out. Uh -huh. I'm so freaked out. I'm uh -huh. like, oh my God. Like, and then I'm like, I kissed her. And then my wife went up and took pictures with her <laughs> right i was like so my wife knows that girl. Uh -huh. it's like did i make did i cheat on my wife with somebody that we both know mm. and i'm like i'm freaking out i can't remember this if you do something like that you need to remember that uh -huh. <laughs> like you say yes. the wrong thing like what the hell like mm. i'm 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 going through guilt i'm going through all of this stuff and then i remembered it okay it was a play ah i'd done a play uh-huh and I make out is closer the the movie closer with oh. uh, what's call that's actually based on a play yes yes um, uh, uh, with Julia Roberts yes Clive Owen uh, Natalie Portman Natalie Portman yeah right so do you remember the Natalie Portman character mm -hmm. um, the, the, her boyfriend had made out with the photographer mm -hmm. with Julia Roberts mm -hmm. and then he goes down to smoke a cigarette uh -huh. and she goes up and she takes a picture with Julia Roberts oh. right so we had done this play here huh. and we had done it in this weird industrial area uh -huh. and I was having a hard time with that scene okay because uh, when my girl comes up I'm supposed to be kind of mean to her and mm -hmm. offhanded and I was like oh you want to whatever mm -hmm. and I walked down the steps mm -hmm. Well, when I walked down the steps, there was cars there, and it was outside, and it didn't do me any good. So I had built this fake memory of a, uh, of a place in New York that had the cobblestone street, and I'd uh -huh. taken that memory and overlaid it with another memory, uh -huh. and then that song is playing in the background, mm -hmm. and so all of that got encapsulated, time capsuled into that song, but it was jumbled. Okay, and it, that's crazy. And it was remembered as a real memory. Sure. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And that's crazy how like memories work too. 
Well, no, we'll get into that. But. <laughs> that's yeah. That's it was mind-boggling. That's crazy. And I was like, "Wow, you got to be careful mm-hmm. because those memories are just sit in your back." Yeah, you know. And, and whether they're real or not, when you remember them, just you know, natively in your head, then it's it's real. Might as well be real. Might as well be real. Yeah, you know. And it's Ooh. like, yeah. <laughs> and that's what uh, Danny and I were with, with the whole with Waikiki and uh-huh. doing these. Uh, we did a play called The Motherfucker with a Hat. <laughs> that was that was really deep. It's mm. really dysfunctional relationship. Me and Danny do a lot of dysfunctional relationship <laughs> couplings and stuff uh-huh. like that. But we were talking about like, what is this? You know, what is, what is diving into these? I think you were hinting at that earlier. We're like, mm. you dive into these really intimate relationships mm. with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. what does that mean for your intimate relationship in real life? Yeah. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's like, oh, we're writing the book to it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we're at an hour and a half. All right, and that's that's uh, I guess typical standard length. I'm glad the computer didn't fart out. Yeah, it's still recording, and got that anyway. So yeah, I guess uh, we can start wrapping up. Yeah. Um, what are what are you watching right now? Like TV, film, anything that speaks has spoken to you. I'm watching The Handmaiden's Tale. Okay. Just that actress. I, I'm blanking on her name. Mm. I'm really watching her work mm-hmm. right now. Um, that's embarrassing. What am I listening to? I'm not <laughs> watching uh, anything that will fit in that little time block. I'm actually mm. going through Quentin Tarantino's uh, mm. uh, uh, discography. Uh, catalog. Catalog. Okay. I'm going through his catalog right mm-hmm. now. Just... And and backtracking all of his where he's getting his stuff from, mm. like what are his influences and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. of the stuff that I want to shoot. And I'm but I'm really watching I'm, I'm watching The Handmaiden's Tale just just and and watching uh, There Will Be Blood Again mm-hmm. uh, because <laughs> of the, the talk story huh. movie that I'm doing with with Jason. Cool. And um, I'm trying to learn Japanese because oh. I have to speak Japanese. Wow, oh. that's cool. <laughs> We're like flying to Japan. Neat. And shooting it in Japan. Wow. Yeah. And I'm going to try to fly. We're shooting in uh, in Kyoto. Wow. And uh, Disney World in Japan is in, uh, oh, where is it? Not Osaka, but in Tokyo. Okay. And so cheap flights are to Osaka. So I'm trying to see if I can fly my wife and kid up to Osaka and mm-hmm. we'll catch the bullet train and meet in Tokyo nice go to Disney World yeah while I'm shooting them what that's so great how baller would that be that's awesome <laughs> I say this is for a, a Netflix thing uh, Netflix Japan okay if I'm, I'm supposed to be talking about it I didn't sign an NDA so well we'll just leave it at that then we'll just leave it at that <laughs> we'll see we'll see how yeah. it all works out yeah um, very cool but hey man this, this is pretty cool we're and I'll listen to this. I listened to you and uh, the guys from Malcolm. Oh yeah, Jonah and Alika. Yeah, yeah. And those guys are. I can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. Did you see a rough cut? Uh, no, a rough cut. Just saw the trailer. Um, I was on set one day doing some behind the scenes, trying to do some behind the scenes stuff. Uh, and I got some stuff. I just haven't really been able to do anything with it for them. But uh, it was a lot of. It was like really cool to see how they were working together. Yeah. Uh, you know, two directors working at once. That's pretty rad. Like the Wachowski brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cohen brothers. Cohen brothers. All that stuff. Yeah, the Wachowski brothers went a little weird there for a second. Yeah, uh, we just call them Wachowskis now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's super cool and like really opened me up to that idea also. Uh, perhaps someday working with another director on a thing. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see that because it's, it, 
it speaks to uh, an aspect of Hawaii that that uh, yes. a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. I grew up very similar, like mm. you know, with the with the with the, the you know with the drugs and <laughs> yeah, with the you know just rough the rough patch, side, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. No, that's, I I love that, and I'm glad that uh, those stories are starting to be told. Because mm-hmm. um, do you need to get that? Is that mine? Uh, yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, when I when I when I first moved here, my only experience with Hawaii was when I was eight years old, and my family came out here for a couple weeks, and uh, that was amazing when I was a kid because I just had this glamorized vision of what Hawaii was. It was this exotic place, amazing. I'm uh, not quite able to grasp it as an eight-year-old, but uh, it's where I saw my first Indiana Jones movie. It's when, uh, uh, what is it? Um, ah, the third one. Not Last Crusade. Last Crusade. We yeah. saw the Last Crusade at a drive-in theater here, and oh, awesome. it was it was such such fun. So that was my only prior experience to coming out here with the Navy and um, getting out here and starting. Well, it really was when I started taking courses at UH, mm-hmm. especially Hawaiian history, mm-hmm. and starting to learn what was really up oh yeah and it made me feel like shit for being in the navy <laughs> because <laughs> of the role they played in the overthrow right um you know they're more used by the people in power but it was a de facto right you know they yeah. locked they they locked queen leo kalani in the, in the castle not the mm-hmm. navy right these these landholders these mm-hmm. businessmen yeah um won't the name missionaries them. yeah mm-hmm. won't name them you know, uh-huh. kaiser dull teenage but uh-huh. uh, <laughs> people who populated the islands <laughs> but but and then created a fake government that yeah. then the navy could do business with right you know what i mean mm-hmm. and pearl harbor was a gem yes at that point so mm-hmm. why would america not Mm-hmm. honor anybody who was going to give them Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah so it's not I mean it's 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 complicated just like any other piece of history but mm-hmm. it was wrong yeah you know it was definitely wrong yeah and then you see that you know with the immigrant culture right you got mm-hmm. you know the, the Hawaiian culture is 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 one culture and then a subculture of that mm-hmm. is the local culture mm-hmm. right so if you grow up here and you're growing up in a community with descendants from the Portuguese mm-hmm. and the Japanese Japanese, uh, people who came to work the sugar fields, these mm-hmm. plantation communities that are then changing into what is now the local community now. Mm-hmm. And there's there's scars there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A, they're all rounded up during World War II, mm-hmm. put in internment camps, whether you're Filipino, Japanese, whatever Asian is, you're stuck in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. and then let back out. And, yeah. You know, and then it, it's it's interesting. When you deal with all of that, and then you go and you grow up, like I grew up here mm. with, with, and then when drugs was introduced in the nineties mm. with the with the uh, in, in the nineties with crystal methamphetamine, uh, it was actually used here. Uh-huh. It was an experiment here to see if it would sell. No kidding. It was flooded here. Uh. I came up. That's what me and my friends. We came up. That's what did us in. Mm. You know, I dropped out of high school. I lost a few friends mm-hmm. to that crystal methamphetamine explosion in the nineties. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the few to like, luckily, through blessings to just kind of navigate out of that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But that's what I. That's why I'm excited to see their film because mm-hmm. they're sort of speaking to that a little bit. Absolutely. I think. Yeah. On the trailer and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, um, that story, Waikiki, um, showing what's behind the curtain. The, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, there's this great documentary called Act of War, which for the life of me, I don't understand why it's not more widely distributed. Maybe it was at some point, and it's not anymore, but it should be out there. And it was produced in, I think it was 93, which was the centennial of the overthrow, or shortly mm-hmm. thereafter. Um, and it, it just, uh, it has this, the great bookends where it's talking about... What's the name of this uh, book? Act of War. Act of War. But like, I mean, the, I'm sorry. The like the beginning and the ending, you know, bookend each other, and has like a great commentary on and documentary uh, production on what's what's happened, but what the present uh, time was, you know, and now 20 years ago, 25 years ago, um, and then it goes into a reenactment oh. of what happened. The thing is, the reenactment is very boring. Right. <laughs> um, and um, see what we need. Is, what we need mm-hmm. is somebody, uh, somebody like Chris, mm-hmm. or somebody, uh, a, a local filmmaker, a mm-hmm. local Hawaiian filmmaker. Yes. Uh, to to tackle that. Yes. You know. And yes. Tackle it in a way with the resources, but but from there, from that perspective. Yeah. That indigenous perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a Hawaiian filmmaker to mm-hmm. tackle that moment in time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, not not a not a Hollywood director. Mm-hmm. You know, with with a local script, with a local film writer script, like a full blown. The thing, well, that's the thing. Yeah, Hollywood would somehow change it. They, they wouldn't do it. I don't think they it's would do got it. Because Netflix might do it. They might, but you know, well, that was another class I took was Hollywood's uh, portrayal of Hawaii and the South Pacific Islands throughout history. Right, and it's a place where white men come to get brown girlfriends right uh, basically right um, and it's you know it's a paradise it's a right. it's a man's paradise right. and uh, thank God for the white man coming to <laughs> colonize and save the savages from their uh, savage ways right um, so yeah it, it, you're absolutely right it should be a local director I mean it's something I would love to be a part of right. uh, in some way but yeah, I would love to I would love um, to participate yeah, you know, yeah that movie came uh, the islands yeah. Whatever came and just just dog dooed all over all over everything we're talking about. Absolutely. You know, I had a good friend who is Hawaiian Moses Goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. That's okay. That. Um, Moses Goods, and uh, he uh, he was going to take part in it, and then mm-hmm. he had to just bow out of it because mm-hmm. it was just like they're just they're just not respecting this at all. Uh, it seems like it's just a, a retelling of James Michener's Hawaii. Yeah. About you know the missionaries coming to save. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Um, yeah. Wait. What was the original point? I don't know. Well, the, yeah. Once. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So now films like Waikiki yeah. and uh, Malcolm Tamakai are are tapping into that. Yeah. And I hope that there's and there's there's a see this is and this will be a good way to wrap this up. Mm. This is a moment in time when. Hollywood, uh, big budget filmmakers like Netflix, Hollywood, uh, everything is changing, going to streaming and going mm-hmm. to whatever, and it's it's the wow wow west again mm-hmm. in filmmaking, mm-hmm. right? Where it's a gold rush. Yeah. The gold mm-hmm. is indigenous stories, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's something that isn't really been fully tapped and mm-hmm. fully raped by Hollywood, like yeah. not fully. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the it's the rush. Uh, Chris Ayers was talking about this at a seminar, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's a time when uh, technology isn't as expensive, mm-hmm. and 
And there's thousands of local stories, mm -hmm. thousands. Yeah. And there's thousands of Hawaiian stories mm -hmm. and Hawaiian folklore and, 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 and myths mm -hmm. and, and, um, Indigenous uh, American, mm -hmm. right, right, uh, like African American, mm -hmm. right, and Black Panther hit, yeah, and Moana hit, mm -hmm. and whatever. So it is profitable mm -hmm. to tell these stories from the perspective of the indigenous people. Absolutely. So there's there's a chance right now that mm -hmm. this wave is cresting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we could all be here at the right place mm -hmm. and and drop in on this wave. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Me, I like I, I'm an you know, it was it was great to play a local character mm -hmm. in in Waikiki. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in Kalaba with mm -hmm. with Mitch and them and yeah. stuff like it, it's great to play these characters that speak pigeon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like when I was growing up and mm -hmm. you can just be comfortable and, and read this and do this mm -hmm. from filmmakers that understand that the slippers go mm -hmm. on the outside of the door. Right, and like, right. You know what I mean? And then and then we can all be a part of this big wave that's just like cresting over. Mm -hmm. And if you're a local filmmaker, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and it's it's a it's a rush. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, what was that movie with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman? Oh yeah. Far and uh, away. away. Yeah. Yeah. So that you just you take your out. little flag uh -huh. and you just run out there and you tell your story mm -hmm. as truthfully as honestly as possible just stick the flag in mm -hmm. and then it's yours yeah you know if you're yeah. honest absolutely mm -hmm. boom yes <laughs> boom <laughs> there it is <laughs> so yeah uh, this is cool man it's cool that you do this thanks yeah I, I enjoy it I, I love listening to podcasts and I like to do what I love listening to or isn't it better than the little five minute uh tidbits like the talks the talk shows before yeah you know, five minutes like you mm -hmm. just talk to somebody mm -hmm. it's a cool it's a cool format thanks yeah well yeah i wish i could say i thought of it but <laughs> play the game exactly yeah <laughs> well thank you for taking time to, to yeah. join me today yeah and um i guess that's it all right cool boom boom, boom.